Hey guys, so thanks for joining me here um, for our normal pre-show meeting. I just wanted to go over our numbers really quickly um, with you guys because I know we looked at our numbers in America, California, and Australia, and our listeners are really loving us there, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, while looking over the numbers recently, I noticed that we have a listener from Iceland. And I thought, why don't we do something special why don't we tailor a whole episode for just that one person? Because not only will they love it, but I'm sure the rest of our audience is going to love it too. Right, guys? The, the, like, like making a whole episode for one person is like totally cool and everyone would love that, right? That's a really great that's, idea. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a sound marketing technique. It okay. feels like it fits with our brand. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So um, I am going to dedicate this episode to our one Icelandic listener. Our one Icelandic homie. Yes. Welcome to Unnatural 20s, where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Caitlin, and I will be your DM today, and I'm joined by my two bestest pals. To my right, I have... Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. And my other pal I have... Hey, everyone. It's McKenna, a.k.a. Booked. Y'all, it's time to start believing in elves, sauce up all your food, and replace Santa with a bunch of trolls. Yes, you guessed it right. We're taking a quick trip to Iceland. As your DM and guide, not only will I guide you on this adventure, but I'm also going to be your guide through the culture of the wild country that is Iceland. Quick question. You said sauce everything up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, welcome to your first lesson. Yeah, I do. I knew you need a sauce lesson real quick. Yes. Everyone in Iceland really likes to put sauces on everything what type of sauce not your normal well they do have the normal like uh mustard ketchup gravy but they have other sauces that i cannot pronounce the name of (laughs) but is it like do they got like spaghetti sauce because that's what i immediately go to when you say sauce is like oh yeah spaghetti sauce so imagine spaghetti sauce but then you're gonna mix that spaghetti sauce with like 15 other sauces and that that wet mess delicious to everyone in iceland hell yeah yeah love a wet mess that so does everyone in iceland (laughs) So each roll today, I'm going to come with a great Icelandic fact and, fact and question that I'm sure all of our Icelandic friends and, and listeners, all of our audience there were, are totally going to love. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we will totally know. Uh, yeah. I'm already a uh, professional, very knowledgeable about mm-hmm. all things Iceland. So, so I know but, the capital. That's about it. <laughs> do you really? Wait, what is it? It's like Reykjavik. Reykjavik. It's R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-R-E-I-J-A-
My fail is like, I feel like the worst dump I've had if a <laughs> fail dump. It's just, it has just upset me all week long. So I teach at uh, the college level. And there's this thing when you're teaching, especially if you're newer, they have classroom observations. Mm-hmm. It's a totally normal thing. I've had them done um, on me before. And how they normally work is like I've been reached out by the staff saying like someone's going to come observe your classroom at this time. Please make sure there's not like a test going on or whatever so they can observe your teaching style. Uh, so Monday, I teach a six-hour class. Got there, had a little brief meeting with a student um, just before class started. Class time started. My students like all came in in a mad rush the minute before. No big deal. I teach in a very odd classroom and it has like a wall cut out where I imagine like like server storage is or something because there's a door to it. But it creates like a five foot block in the middle of my room. But okay. I have a really small class so no one has to sit behind the wall and not see anything. Mm-hmm. And I started uh, my class and started teaching. I said some things that like I feel comfortable t- talking about but... Um, might not be uh, great on the standards of my staff because I made like euphemisms and sexual innuendos because that's how I teach. Uh, it was all appropriate to the lecture and it was like a, an example of everything. But I'm going through my lesson plan and I'm going through my lecture and I have to use a PowerPoint in this classroom because I hate. And midway through, we're probably like 40 minutes into me talking to them and getting into my lesson plan and saying things. And a staff member from my school who apparently had just been hiding behind this wall and I had no idea was there. Oh, creepy. Jumped up and just ran out of my classroom. What? Uh, yeah, just like ran. I didn't know she was there, oh though. Oh, my God. I had no idea that this person was sitting in my classroom. I'm assuming she came in with the students while I was meeting with another student and chose the one seat I could not see from where the projectors, like, uh, area was, where I had to, like, teach from, essentially. And so she just left... But I also like couldn't let my students know that I had no idea this strange person was just in my just classroom. Just creeping in. So I just uh, carried on with my lesson plan. And then at like our first break, she came back in and she was like, so I'm sure you noticed I was here to do your observation. And I was like, what the <gasps> holy hell? I didn't know. And she was uh, not pleased with me. Really? No not pleased. I, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm not pleased with her because she didn't tell me she was there for one thing but that's a shitty way to do that uh she ran out in the middle of the lecture because she forgot she scheduled a meeting during when she was observing me okay but uh so i'm wondering if like she was super unhappy because she just like screwed up her schedule or something and Mm -hmm. got in trouble for that but yeah now she's demanding my full lesson plan Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. But I already got asked to teach back. So, like, you're sick. I'm not being fired, but I don't think that's a great thing. Man, <laughs> Just being sucks. watched. It was terrible it was like literally it happened and the whole time i'm just like trying to hit the next slide and be like nothing's wrong nothing's wrong nothing's wrong my whole life isn't crashing before me this is it's fine children fine. i've got eight students that are looking at me like what's going on professor <laughs> man that sucks dude uh, uh well mckenna your your fail was kind of like a weird experience that you can't like fully explain yeah mine kind of was too so um i was leaving work and then uh I was leaving at the same time as the boss. Mm -hmm. The boss has been like super tired and out of it. So she set the alarm, but then had to go back in and run for her phone. The same time, um, I would start my car and it was acting a little funny. Mm -hmm. So I was messing with my car. She came out like everything was normal. And all of a sudden, like I was, I was there for a while messing with my car after she drove off. And then all of a sudden I hear like a person walking up. 
So like, you know, obviously I get out from my car and uh, it's a cop that's coming up. What? And uh, so I t- he was like, he uh, he didn't have his gun out or anything, but he was just like, um, is everything okay here? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, my car, like it's just starting a little funny. He was like, do you, are you aware that the alarm is going off right now? And I was like, no. <laughs> and uh, he was like, okay, well, uh, it's going off. The alarm company can't get into buddy. So they called me and he was like, I have backup coming right now. I'm going to need to see your ID. Cause I don't know why you're here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he was like, he just started giving me like a full interrogation, which like went down. Uh, Cause I don't know why he thought it was weird. That I was looking at my car. I was like, dude, yeah. I was trying to leave. Like, it's just not like working. You're not running when you see a cop. You're not on the lookout. Like, yeah. you don't, there's nothing suspicious. You're lingering. It's just like cops being cops where they have to ask like, 50 questions yeah. you know and he was like but you don't have any tools and i was like i know i would just like to know what's fucking wrong <laughs> but then he like he was like i need to see your id which when you, anybody asks for my my id it doesn't help my situation no, it does not. so he i don't have a id from the state that i live in which uh he did not he was not a fan of that yeah no. so he like called it in had it run ran a couple times in this time at some point i don't know if he once he saw like just one person standing outside he called backup <laughs> so it's straight up Four cops showed up oh my to an alarm call at my work oh my going God. off as I was just trying to leave. And I had to, it, like, each single one of them just had to ask. He was like, well, yeah, she doesn't have an ID from here. And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's from a neighboring state, though. That's not that weird. It's not Seriously. that weird. It's literally, like, a state we could drive to today if we wanted to. Yeah, and then I had a shirt from the company that I was standing out front of. And they were like, can you get us inside? I was like, yes, I will also turn off the alarm. And still, after all of this, still questioning me. So, you you know, your ID picture doesn't help your case. No, I d- it does not. They questioned you before they saw the ID, though. They did. The yeah. ID the will ID bring think, up questions. I think it brought up more. It really yeah. cemented. Like, they were like, something's a little off. They saw this thing. Like, something's definitely off with this <laughs> <Listen>. one. <laughs> Booker. <laughs> but no, I ran away, you guys. I'm out. I'm free. I'm here to do this podcast. Well, Good. well here we are. Well, I'm glad you're free. That's a success, number one. Yeah. Um, I can go to Iceland now. Well, I mean, we're here already, so thank God. Yeah. Thank God you can make it here already. Um, well, my fail is that uh, I we don't go to the beach often, even though we live in like California, which has you know beaches, beaches and like it's pretty whatever. So um, we finally decided, you know, it's a great time to go to the beach. And we decided it was a great time to go to the beach when it was raining. I was going to say it has not been a great time to go to the beach. Yeah. I, it's been really windy. And kind of cold and it, rainy, it which was, is not California typical. Windy is, but the rest of it, not so much. Yeah. It may have been the worst day to go to the beach yeah. because uh, it was pouring rain and uh, there was a storm coming. I'm not a fan of the water. And no. we went out on the pier and those waves were uh, fucking scary. <laughs> uh, Cassie saw me freak the fuck out <laughs> over waves. The best was well, we, then it was a good day for Cassie. It was because we were just walking down like the, the pier and she would pull off. Like we'd be walking down the middle and she would pull off to go stare at him and be like, that's terrifying. <laughs> and then we'd take like 10 more steps and she'd veer off and be like, yeah, that's still, still terrifying. <laughs> I wanted to get over it. Did you like, but it didn't work. You just thought the pier was just going to break off and float down. You know how big these fucking waves were. They were so massively large. They were like thick and they were getting her all tall too. And I was like, Oh my God, I- tsunami. <laughs> like all I could think of is going to be a tsunami right now. I have like a lot of irrational fears. Yeah. I don't think that's one of them. Cool. And I, I'm sorry, if, like, if you're on a pier, like, the tsunami is just going to take, you're not going to live regardless. I like, know. <laughs> but if you see something building, it's like, okay, the tsunami is coming. Run. S- somewhere. <laughs> so, somewhere. Away from water. Away, away, away you go. 
But no, I wanted to stare at Wave, another thing. And it started coming down really hard. And, you know, Cassie was in all jeans. So, of course, you became an absorbent little bubble of jean and water. And I was very cold, too. And it was windy. So, you know, maybe the fail was not going to the beach on two days later when it was nice and sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have a lot of beach weather. Yeah. Like, That's the only time we go though. It was fine. The beach is like clear then. So we yeah. just, we just got yeah, there. The was no one there. You don't have to fight for parking. Oh no. Yeah. We got right up front. Real yeah. easy spot. It was a chill time. It was good. We paid $2 for parking. It was chill. It was a good time. Um, well, it was chill going to the beach and you know, it's pretty chill here in, in uh, Iceland too, guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all these glaciers all around us. So why don't we start our adventure, uh, and roll to see what we're going to talk about today. And we rolled a 12, and 12 is Cassie's number. Yes. So for Cassie's number, Books is going to read Cassie's horoscope out loud, and Cassie doesn't like her horoscope. She doesn't believe in that, but we're going to make her apply this to her real life. This is real life. Does it mention anything about traveling? Do you want today's then? So Yeah. Today should find you continuing to work toward cherished career and other goals. Okay. Love matters may come to the forefront, Scorpio. If you're currently involved, unexpected events could bring you that much closer to your partner. If you aren't involved, you could meet someone exciting, perhaps through some kind of group activities. Oh. Also, a longtime friend could suddenly appear in, to you in a new light. Whatever it is, expect some interesting developments. Okay, like they just threw everything at the wall in yeah, this they one. They didn't it was even... like every stereotype for a horoscope. Yeah, they didn't even or try to focus in on one theme. No. It was like chase your career, you'll find some love. Maybe if you're already in love, like you're it's just gonna, gonna go be great more for in you. Love. But I mean, okay, I am my career. I'll say we'll go and I'm focusing on podcasting right now because I'm here with you yeah. guys. I don't think I'm gonna meet any love interest here with you guys. But it did say uh, an old friend could suddenly appear to you in a new year. Are you suddenly falling in love with Caitlin or I? I mean, I'll are let we, you guys are we know. In a new it light depends. To you? It depends on how charming you guys are this episode. Oh, okay. It we depends were charming on, last week. <laughs> <laughs> depends on week. Uh, who gets the most points. Maybe I'll fall in love with. Oh, your, there you go. That's the new light. Your mad ass points skills. are basically our monetary system on the show. So <laughs> it's like buy my love. <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna tell my horoscope like if I meet somebody with a 401k or mad points, then what, then what if they have a pension, Cassie? Oh my god, if they got that good pension, they though? got a good fucking. Do pension. they got like good pensions out in Iceland, baby? Uh, maybe, maybe probably everyone's happy there. Listen, I need them to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where the new love interest per capita. From. They probably do. People <laughs> in Iceland think that's really funny because they say per capita a lot because there's so few people there that per capita they have like the most like Nobel Peace Prize winners per capita. They have the most like winning fighters per uh, capita. They mm-hmm. have all this because there's like very few people there. I'm glad they capitalize on that. Yeah. Like that. Cap. That's fun. I did. Uh-huh. I enjoyed that fact. <laughs> Thank you. You know what, Caitlin? I might be falling in love with you a little bit off that. Oh! Wow. I gotta step my game up. Wow, guys, I got really excited. So, um, Cassie, I'm gonna give you a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> my plan all along. <laughs> wow, fuck, you got me. All right, so I'm gonna give you a hundred points. Thank you. McKenna, thank you for reading. Of course. Uh, you did a great job in uh, eloquently saying words. So I'm gonna give you 25 points. Ooh. All right, so I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but our Icelandic fact right now is going to be about sauces. So uh, Icelanders have a specific sauce for pizza, pita, fries, chips, vegetables, hamburgers, hot dogs, and various different ones for fishes. So they have different sauces for each. So here are a few types of their sauces that I can read. Brown, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Brown, <laughs> cheese. <laughs> 
That was beautiful. Thank you. I'm sorry. The ones I can't read are very hard. So you're going to get the basics. Brown cheese, mushroom, Coca-Cola, Belenese, paprika, and tomato. There are also sauces for ice cream, such as chocolate, luxury chocolate, caramel, licorice, and one for every fruit. Uh, those are just the basic ones. Like I said, there's like crazy combinations of all of them and they have like a really popular one that's like mayo splashed in with like a bunch of other sauces mm. and yeah i feel I'm like it's, down a, with mayo. it's a popular one but Mm-mm. they love to slather everything even their pizzas and sauces that's pretty crazy well i mean we put pizza sauce but well if they get wild with their but sauces, like do they have like a dipping sauce because like i dip my pizza in ranch so. you're a monster yeah yeah, yeah i know and that's <laughs> confirmed what's coca-cola sauce i don't know i'm intrigued by that one <laughs> That one caught my attention. And for their hot dogs, they actually have like a separate mustard for hot dogs. It's hot dog mustard. And then there's other multiple types of mustard, which we have that too. And uh, the one sauce I was talking about with mayonnaise, it's almost exclusively used for um, hot dogs. It's like a mayonnaise based sauce, but it throws like a shit ton of other stuff in it too. And they have onion sauces, crunchy sauces. Crunchy sauce. Yeah. I don't know how it qualifies as a sauce. But, you know, Iceland gets weird and wild with them. and Gotta try those sauces. Go- Maybe I won't, but I'm glad that there's someone here who will. And you know what? That's a great transition for us to roll into the next adventure. <laughs> you know, that was a smooth <laughs> transition. <laughs> if I've ever seen a runway built for a transition, that was it right there. All right. And we rolled a three. So three is nerd out update. Um, I'm actually nerding out on a, another podcast right now. I've been cheating on ours. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Yo-ho! I know. Um, it's at, called Rude Tales of Magic, and it is a, a D&D podcast. But this one is super cool because, first of all, the name, uh, Rude Tales of Magic. So everyone in this like universe and in this podcast is like rude. So, like, you know how, like, normally when you listen to a D&D podcast, there'll be, like, one NPC character that they're interact with who's just, like, not down with the party. Yeah. Like, is just, like, against them immediately, calls yeah. them out, like, makes fun of them. That's every single character in this universe. Amazing. So, it's a whole game against the DM. A whole game... No, a whole game where the DM is actively against its players. Like, oh. <laughs> so all the NPCs are rude and unhelpful. and Yeah. Oh, NPC. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so like, and even all the NPCs, like they all have some like rude aspect to them and everything. Like it's all, it's really fun to be in a universe where you just know like, everyone, like there is still redeeming qualities to all these people, obviously. Yeah. But at the base level, like, the way you introduce them, everybody's just like, I'm shit. Like, what's up? <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm a piece of shit. And I live in the shit world. <laughs> and like the whole universe is set weird. Like, I don't, I can't remember. There's like two, I think there's two gods or like goddesses that like you either follow their path or not. And uh, one of them is like, you either follow the rules that you believe that you should pee and do your business out in nature whenever wildly, or you use the bathroom. <laughs> like that's just oh, like one wow. of the tenets of this world. That's their like lawful good judgment or, yeah. and it's like, I adore all of the main characters are like super fun. It, the DM is a, uh, he's, he's super good. Like, even though he's like almost actively working against his players and his players are working against him. Like he'll, he can make like pretty much any situation work and mm-hmm. they have, um, it, he does it. What's also different about this one is um, they'll bring in the game mechanics into the world, like actively, like, you know, normally they'll be like, oh, roll a d20. We'll see, like, 
like outside of you'll step outside of the character to do like game mechanics. Mm-hmm. He stays in character for game mechanics. So like he'll come up to somebody, he'll be like, he'll be like, oh man, you rolled a twenty, you piece of shit, you don't get me. And like <laughs> it's just like cool to see like game mechanics in like everyone knows it's fully a game. Yeah, like so, breaking down that wall though a little bit further and making it yeah entertaining. Mm-hmm. And it's a podcast. It's a podcast. What is it called again? Rude Tales of Magic. Rude, Rude Tales, Tales of, of Magic. Also, there's a song where they run into a character who all he wants to know is how to. He wants to know how to use the bathroom, uh-huh. oh. and they gave him a song of encouragement to do so. I've heard this song before. Have I you heard, heard it? Song yes. As well, yeah, it's a real good song. It's I don't my know how I heard this song, but I defo did. Well, we, we heard, heard it with a friend's. Oh, we had a friend why. talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and that's how I had to jump on this. That's why we were all there together. Yeah. All right. Well, listeners, if you don't know that song, you should Google poo poo song it's something like that but it's a, it's a good song yeah, yeah it's like the poop song i think or something poop yeah. song i think poop yeah. song yeah uh my nerd out update is not a rude um entertaining podcast mine's just uh something i feel like caitlin you're really gonna either like or you maybe you don't like it it's what it did the spectrum um there's a the olympic channel has a lot of shows based yes. on you know olympics and sports and olympic level sports and they have a show called all around which mm-hmm. follows uh, three gymnastics. Oh yes, uh, that are kind of potentially going to make it to the Olympics. I watched that. I watched bits of that on Twitter, uh, and they—it's so difficult because the episodes are really short. They're only about like ten to fourteen minutes long, mm-hmm. and they only come out once a month. Yeah. So it's like waiting for yeah, them right. can be really, really tiring. But there—it's really interesting because you're seeing it's not just a gymnastic show. And it's not just like a show about young like teenage girls with Olympic level dreams. It's like a really good balance, but you get into the culture, these like the lives behind because they choose um, one girl's from the United States, one girl's from Russia, one girl's from China. And so it's three extreme like points of views. And I mean, I love the Olympics and I love gymnastics. I have watched it obsessively since I was a little kid. And it's just a really interesting perspective to see every part of like all that goes into yeah, pursuing yeah. the Olympics, but also just all of the day to day that these girls go through too. It's it's a great show. I really enjoy it. So it's wild. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I've, I've watched quite a few. I if it only comes out monthly, then I might have seen all of them. Then you might have, yeah, because it, I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in a long time. It must be month. It's it's, it's like it's once a month. It's and so very it's not good. You. It is. It's really good. And like I watched the one, and then I'm like, I should really just wait and like so I can have a stockpile because mm-hmm. one is not enough. Yeah. Like I just I get so sad once I finish it. I didn't know this existed, so I have this whole stockpile, and I'm yeah. so excited yes. to go through this right now. I follow two of the gymnasts. The Morgan Heard and... The girl with the glasses. Yeah. I follow her, so like I kind of get her story mm-hmm. before and that, and so it's fun. I like it. It's really I good. Like it. Yeah. Yeah, because you'll see stuff. I follow her on Instagram and stuff, so you'll yeah. see things she's posting, and then like... 10 days later the episode comes out and you see like her actually doing some of those yeah. things and so it's kind of a piece it all together. little preview i like it um well that's freaking awesome and uh i am nerdy about that too you can't steal hers i was about to defend my show as my nerd out update but now i, I just can't <laughs> sorry i like was dying so i was gonna start mine but i was like no you must it's endorse hers right now my name is Caitlin and I endorse that. <laughs> I endorse I this your message. Guys, I'm fucked. Okay. So, uh for my nerd out update, I am nerding out about a TV show that is on Netflix called Love is Blind. And I'm not going to ruin it for anyone because I know there's a ton of spoilers out there right now. And it actually just finished up. And as of right now, I'm waiting to watch the reunion of everyone that was on the show. So, I know how it goes and I 
fucking love this show. So the premise of the show is on Netflix. There's a bunch of people that are divided um, between girls and guys. They are put in two pods and the pods have two sides to it. One girl can go on one side, one guy can go on the other and they can have a conversation and they can try to ultimately find love and get engaged within 10 days. The most wild part is that these people don't get to see each other. So there's like a glass in between them. So they can't see them. They can only hear their voice and talk to them. So in the end of the 10 days, this is again, without spoiling it, people do get engaged okay after 10 days Mm -hmm. and a total of eight couples get engaged but we only get to follow five because budgeting and there's a whole bunch of other stuff i can get into because i uh have a group chat with a bunch of people who have also been watching this and we have been (laughs) scouring the internet and following these people on instagram people that are on the show people who are producers looking up all of these behind the scenes things and just finding out every single detail about this reality tv show that was filmed in september of 2018 and is now out here in 2020 so it was filmed that long ago it was filmed so fucking long ago so there's so much you can go back into and find out and like because it was filmed so long ago these people eventually so they get engaged in this blind pod and then three weeks later they're supposed to get married so you kind of if you scour the internet um you can find out not only what happens you can find out all these little tiny details in between it and before the even the reunion show you can know what's going to happen right (laughs) so i've been nerding out about it and completely obsessed with it it is a very good show there is one very very wholesome couple all the rest of them are drama but the delightful type of drama not the very bad drama that i think the bachelor has brought this year so it's really filled a void of my heart personally the rest of us are just waiting out for bachelor in paradise oh my god i don't know if i even want to watch that because the people are just so toxic on that show right now they really are which i'm not saying that love is blind doesn't have toxic couples there's defo toxic too a little more variety but there's uh, a couple people that are so drama it's telenovela type of drama mm. so it's like over the top drama yeah, rather than like i'm gonna like rip your throat out or i'm gonna say all these nasty things about you it's telenovela kind of drama so i can fucking dig that and i love it from the first episode you can you get like a preview of what's coming next and you'll be able to see kind of what you're in for but yeah i'm just really really nerding out about love is blind <laughs> It's a good one. There's one engagement that's over the top and it's worth it just for that over the top engagement. Oh, there. Oh God. I wish I could just go into all of it, but I won't because I know it's literally just ended and I know not everyone's finished it. So I would like to revisit this at some point. I I will. I promise to dive right in and uh, please, please, we can have a full, full blown talk, please. McKenna, you brought me gymnastics and you know, I fucking love gymnastics. I'm going to give you a hundred and 80 points because you turned me right around, baby. (laughs) <laughs> but that's only halfway thanks <laughs> it's only halfway around but <laughs> baby baby right round sort of <laughs> round 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 uh cassie um yeah. rude, rude tales of magic oh my god you brought poop me songs. the poop song doo-doo goes in toilet and also so does pee-pee and you will be the one to put both in it yes you brought up that song which you know i thought i was going to have only have for once in my life and now i just got it again yeah you're welcome and we just forced all of our listeners to listen to that too <laughs> yep so thank you i'm uh-huh. also going to give you 180 points because you totally turned around the amount of points i was going to give you like you know Great. your doo-doo goes in a toilet bowl <laughs> just a nice little circle it just goes that would be a 360 we didn't have that but it's okay uh, not a very good working toilet <laughs> it's not going all down it's okay all right and uh that means we've earned another icelandic fact 
Okay, so in Iceland, as you may see while we walk around this beautiful town that we are in right now, um, you can see that there may be a little bit, a bunch of baby carrying. Um, I don't remember what they're called. What are those things called that you put babies in and uh, you wheel them around? You wheel the babies around in it. Stroller. Stroller. Yes, okay. (laughs) Yeah, the baby on wheels, okay? Uh So you may see a bunch of... Baby a go-go. Baby a go-go's are everywhere, right? They're outside of cafes, coffee shops, businesses, and you can see that they're not empty. They're occupied with uh, babies, but there's no parents around. Here in Iceland, uh, what people like to do is they like to not bring in their children when they go into cafes and things like that. They like to leave them outside and park them, just like if they were a car. That is so good. I love that. You tell me you just leave your kids outside? I'm just going to pop up in the market for like, I don't know, the next 30 minutes. You good? Okay. You fucking tell me I would be at a coffee shop like doing work and no kids would come in fucking crying and screaming because they're outside being left like a dog. Outside getting the nice fresh air the good that vitamin d that they need yes yeah so um people like outsiders may think it's like neglectful and terribly unsafe but there's really no not much crime in nobody's stealing these babies there's not really (laughs) abductions happening and really the only crimes that are in iceland are like financial crimes so like people aren't out here abducting babies right now so um that's just i like I couldn't leave my dog outside on a leash. So like, People are just leaving fucking children out I just, there. I don't think I could do it. Just be like, okay, well, look, we'll pull the blanket up a little bit. Here's your bottle. Bye. You're good, kid, right? Well, well like if there's like a group of them, it's almost like a little daycare. They got each other. Have you seen Baby Geniuses? They communicate. <laughs> they they defend each other. That movie's so fucking good. Um, uh, well, the reason that they started doing this because a lot of the houses and places of business were kind of kept underground and they had horrible ventilation. So a lot of times they would have smoke or like it would be bad air quality inside of there. So they would keep their baby outside in order for it to be more beneficial to the baby's health. Wow. Yeah. So that's where it started from. And they still fucking do it. And so- now they've just adopted this culture of like, oh, why would you take your child into a grocery store? You know what? Kids suck. So let's keep them out. They cry a lot. I think but like is there like an age limit like once they're not strappable in a stroller do you have to like tote them around because those mean, are like little babies not a problem it's like the screaming toddlers when you're trying to shop at target yeah That's i want the, the issue. i want the leash kids like yeah. i want to be able to leash up my kid outside <laughs> strap it in the little buggy and just leave them out there uh. little johnny bye bye <laughs> yeah i imagine it's only the younger children but i mean you can leave your 15 year olds outside too so like i guess up they, to, 15 year olds want to be outside. I mean, yeah they don't um, want to come in with you so t- it's the toddler leash kids that it's i want that, yeah like, i want tie them up ones. to a pole yeah yes. them, tie them up leave give them a little there. water bowl and you're good because they can defend themselves they're yeah, good out there they can scream they can make it see they can bond with the other kids no one all tied up to a pole. <laughs> no one wants those ones um, all right, so I'm, I'm glad that we all learned a little bit more about Iceland right now. We'll continue on our adventure in just a little bit, but for now, we're going to continue on our other adventure, and we're going to roll right now. And we rolled an 11, which 11 is Knowledge Nuggets. So you're going to hate my Knowledge Nugget. Great. And I, I'm just going to share it anyway, because it's the one I got, so... I love when you start it like that. <laughs> I'm loving this. Um, it has to do with animals. I like animals. You're not going to like this. Oh, man. <laughs> it's about to take a turn so, for you. Um, have you guys heard of army ants? Army yes. ants. Yeah, they're, they're a like, type of ant. They're a type of ant. <laughs> Very good. She's the animal expert, so fucking crochet. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, they're like a particularly like mean type of ant. Mm-hmm. And okay. they, they're um, found in East Africa. Ant-Man taught me this. And they've got 
really, really strong pinchers uh-huh. that are basically like once they're clamped down, they are not letting go. Like oh. nothing is going to yeah. stop them from it. Um, and so the reason I uh, know this is uh, in East Africa for like a very long time, you know, sutures and stitchers, stitches weren't quite a thing. So a lot of um, communities would, if like a big gash or open wound was on someone, they would collect some of these army ants, force them to bite the area to stitch the skin no. together and then yank off the body of the ant and just leave the head with nope. the little pinchers together. Nope. And like you stitched up wounds oh, I don't with like that. Uh, army ant little pinchers. I do not like that. I'm not a fan of that. Yep. I do remember this fun fact from somewhere and I re- it's like hearing it again. Still hate it. Yeah. yeah still no, super I thought hate it was it. so fascinating, but I just, I can't imagine like, oh crap. I just cut like my thumb open, chop it. And then I got some army ants. Like, bring the ants over. Like somebody just literally like had to collect these ants like in case of emergency. Like, okay, bite this part right there. Okay. Yeah, like you gotta like, oh, I don't, I, the whole process like intrigues me, but also I don't want to. Yeah, I thought to. it was really fascinating. I think it's uh, very innovative to be like, hey, that, that little ant there's not letting go your skin i bet it would hold together a wound you know what we could put that to work uh, like that's just genius to me now you're not you're not putting like w- you know weird things in your body like it's just on the outside it just clamps down and then but then it's with you then you got a little friend i guess if yeah, you, you can got look a little at friend that i mean at least they don't keep like the whole ant on they just get rid of the rest of it i, I hate it <laughs> i hate uh, it they like staples but i don't like them i don't like it yeah caitlin uh so you're not gonna like mckenna's I personally brought one that is going to change your fucking life. Oh, so, yes. Way to show me up. Yeah, right. I didn't want to like rub it in your face. but are like about to like go through Joe Jonas's hairstyles and talk about exactly why they're the best they are? God, oh, no. so you set God, yourself no. up for God, failure, no. Cass. No, we you are went not. too high. <laughs> that wouldn't change your life. You already know that. Oh so my God, you're right. I'm going to bring you something that maybe you don't know yet because okay. I want to introduce you to uh, your new hero slash inspiration. Okay. And this is... Uh, his name is John Joseph Merlin, okay. and he created a bunch of really cool things. Uh, he was known for, like, the harpsichord piano. Okay. He made a lot of uh, automata stuff. Like, he was real, uh, well known for the silver swan, which is, like, this automated swan that's, like, moving. It's made out of metal and all this stuff. Uh, he made, like, wild clocks, some prosthetics, and also he invented roller skates. Oh. He, um, he was a very cool dude. He was widely known uh, as an eccentric man. Like, everybody who around the town knew him as a wild character because he if you threw uh like either a masquerade or a ball he would inevitably show up even if he wasn't invited oh yeah he would show up and he would show up in a big way like he Good. made fucking entrances so uh he would show up he would uh create big outfits that often like displayed or like incorporated one of his inventions like it was his way to be like look what i fucking made now it's part of like my costume <laughs> this dude rolling in on roller skates as a harpsichord piano <laughs> okay you want to he fucking did <laughs> so he was there was one time he um oh just a little side note to let you know that he was down to party and he was weird he wanted one of his dreams was to create what he called the necromantic cave which was a show where he would entertain people with various uh, automatas, music instruments, and flashing lights, all while taking on the persona, persona of Ambrosius Merlin, which was a wizard from Welsh stories. So he like he put on a full production. Like his dream was to have this club where he was just a wizard and he entertained the fuck out of you. Like yeah. this was his dream. But um, my like favorite story about him was uh when he did make roller skates and how he he showed up to a ball and he was like, I got to show off these fucking skates. Yeah, I'm going to make a fucking entrance. So he went to a masquerade at Carlisle's house and uh, he showed up without 
practicing how to like <laughs> roll on skates, specifically also how to stop on skates. Oh my god! So uh, he showed up and he <laughs> he came in and he like ran in. He was super like he came in with a lot of energy and apparently ran straight into a mirror that was five hundred pounds and he broke. He came in with a little harpsichord on skates, ran into the mirror, broke the mirror and his harpsichord, and, like, it all came crashing down. Oh, my God! And that is, that's my dude, man. He fucking parties, and he is a legend. I love him. Yeah. Also, the I, fact that, like, I was just so, like, everybody just kind of introduced him as, like, the dude who invented roller skates, but then when you look into him, they're like, hey, this just, dude was, like, wow, insane. My dude! I want to be best friends with him! Yeah. I feel like you guys are kindred spirits because that's the kind of energy you bring to every party if you go to. If I fucking invented skates, you better fucking believe I am coming into your party skating, and if I made a harpsichord too, hell yeah! It's I all coming with me. It's that, all going! He, like, also made, like, um, kind of like a he almost made like the first wheelchair. It was a little different, uh-huh. but that was, he showed up into a party, like in just like a self, like moving chair. Like <laughs> he always kind of just made entrances with his little creations, wow, but uh, the real, best way to advertise. Oh yeah, for sure. Unless you don't, you make skates and you don't know how to stop. Cause uh, that one went bad for him, but you look cool doing it. Yeah. And you learn. <laughs> You realize there's a method to this. I can't stop. Maybe I should figure out how to do that. Maybe I should add little stoppers to these. (laughs) Uh, Well, my knowledge nugget is actually going to bring us back to Iceland um, because we're going to talk about the the world's coolest mayor. And of course, he's from Iceland. Um, So his name is John Narr, like G. N A R R. Like that Nar. Yeah. Yeah. You all know what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. Um, so John Nar is the mayor of Riff Ray Kidnik. Yep. Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. The place in Iceland that's uh the capital. Um and it's Iceland's largest and the coolest city. Um, so he actually never went to the university and he actually was never in politics at all. Um, he noticed that the political like environment was all corrupt. So he decided to run for office for mayor in the city and not under any normal party. He wanted to run under, quote unquote, the best party. And that is the party that he created. And he ended up winning under the best party um and it was like a joke at first but and he promised uh to be openly corrupt and he, <laughs> he promised free towels in the swimming pools he uh promised a new disneyland a drug-free parliament by 2020 and polar bears for the rev Javak zoo so it's um, basically like having like your sixth grade class, class president yes, yes run for mayor so he was a comedian he did drag he was in a rock band called runny nose he was a taxi driver like he's done it all and he had like severe adhd too so he promised all these things he got elected he made hilarious campaign videos that you can actually look up and his favorite tv show was the wire on hbo and he said that he would uh the government would not make any decisions with anyone and any person um who had not seen the tv show the wire fucking hell because because it just means that much to him and yeah, so he tried to use his influence as mayor to do good. So while he was a politician, he would do small things and he'd post like it comedically on like his Facebook and stuff. But he like he'd pick up around town. He'd like do this, do that and make sure like to show. And he like um, started gay pride parades there and he already dressed up in drag. So he'd always dress up in drag to all the gay pride events. And then he would 
protest for freedom of music for punk rock. So again, he dressed up, he dressed up like a giant pussy one time for the band Free Pussy Riot. Okay. Love this man. Yeah. That's love this man. Yes. So Uh, my new hero. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he's my hero. He's in Iceland. I need to find him. I watched a whole video about him where you could eat pancakes with him. If you just want to go to visit Island and have pancakes with him, it's that easy. What? So, I mean, I would love to have pancakes. We should all just go over, head over to John Nar's house yes, and just please. have some pancakes. I forgot right his now. name was Nar. Yeah, I know Nar, we started with Nar. that, but to bring it back, that's so good. Yeah. So, uh, he's a pretty cool dude. And, um, that's my little wow. knowledge nugget. Love him. He's cool. Love that fact. Yeah. So Cassie, you brought me, you rolled right into my life with this roller skate man and he crashed right into my heart um, and broke it into pieces because I love him so much. Um, and I'm going to give him 150 points. McKenna, you brought us a scary fucking ant. Yeah. <laughs> with I the big pinchies. Cool. You brought us the pinchies. I had um, hoped to really like hit that one when I was rolling because then I was just going to make you guys suffer with my yeah. knowledge nugget. No, you made us suffer and now I'm going to give you points, which is very little. So I'm going to give you 25 points. You learned. Did I know? No. Did I? I know animals. Duh. Cassie learned. I was educated, Cassie. Thank you. I could do without it. (laughs) Ant-Man already taught me. Uh, Well, I think we focused in a lot about Iceland right there. So we're going to skip our little Icelandic fact right now. So I think it's time for us to go right into an inventory check right now and check our little backpacks since we're on this adventure and, you know, take a deep dive into another different, really good show. Hey everyone, and welcome to Promo and You'll Miss It, the Blink and You'll Miss It promo, where every promo is over before you know it. I am James, your host, and we're back to talk to you about what season one of Blink and You'll Miss It was about. Well, we talked about all of the Blink discography from Cheshire Cat up through the deluxe edition of California, and we also talked about Boxcar Racer and Plus 44, all of which is available now on the Scavengers Network. So go find it and enjoy. Wow, what a great show. I really love that one. All right, we're going to roll again. We rolled in 18. 18 is what do we love? Ooh, that was it. You really hit that, that fucking note, committed. Dog. I did. That was beautiful. I'm gonna. I'm not going to say it's beautiful. I'm going to say I definitely committed. <laughs> you, <laughs> you committed and you hit a note. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> Whether it was the one you wanted to hit or not, you know. It was definitely the one I wanted to hit, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, I'll dig into my wove real quick. Uh, my wove is just going to be hiking with our little puppy Aww. because uh, one, he he loves them. He loves them if it's cold outside. So mm-hmm. right now where we are, he would love to hike. But um, it's just really fun because like he likes to like certain hikes. If it's like with there's like a lot of trees and stuff, he like likes to explore around. But then if it's like a wide open one, he just wants to run. And either way, he's just having like an absolute blast. Thing. And when we come back from the hikes, he's normally dead tired. And then he'll actually cuddle with Aww. us. So it's a win-win on it's a, a hike. It's a day. It's a fun little adventure where he's getting to see new places and having a great old time. And he comes back and he just sleeps and cuddles. Oh, no boy. It's so precious. I love that. Um, my love. So I live with Nick, my fiance. And on weekends, he likes to sleep in, mm-hmm. which is something I wish I could do, but I'm not very good at. I tend to wake up around six or seven, no matter how much I try. But I've I've started to like really love like kind of just getting up in the morning. I go out and I read a little bit. I put my uh, like record player on and then I really, really love I start like the coffee and I make us like French toast or eggs. So it's adorable. It's like my favorite like little alone time because I just feel so lazy if I just try to fall back asleep. I never end up yeah. doing it and I just sit on social media on my phone for a couple of hours. Yeah. And that's useless. So I'd rather just like 
have my little morning reading and then start making breakfast. And he's always up by like 8.30 or 9. So yeah. yeah. Honestly, getting up to just like go read downstairs was always like when we all live together, that's what I would normally do. Yeah. It's just there's something so peaceful about it where you just like out like down by yourself. Yeah. Just early so, in the morning. It's so I nice. I just like play a little music and I read my book and then I start making breakfast. And it's like my favorite little like morning tradition on the weekends now. Yeah. All right, for my love, uh, I love being part of like a community, whether it's like online or like a community of friends. So like being part of a community with shared interests. So one would be like our podcasting network, mm-hmm. the Scavengers Network. Super cool people. Uh, they're all freaking awesome. And they're we, so supportive. They're so fucking supportive. And we all have the common interest of loving to podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, And so it's really fun to be like hang out with them and talk to them. But I think the biggest community that is involved with my life right now is the love is blind community uh which overlaps slightly with the scavengers network Mm -hmm. podcast community because a lot of the people on the network uh we decided to video chat and watch love is blind together it's not a show that airs live it's all on netflix so like it dropped like at midnight or something but we all waited and we we live across the united states so we are all on different time zones and we all decided to watch it together so i just really love having a community that is all uniquely very very invested and <laughs> extremely stalkerish in all of the personalities and uh, supportive of each supportive like. supportive stalking is very fun mm-hmm. but also it's not malicious which is also really great because sometimes you get into that those that like will tweet or text at people on the yeah. show and say like nasty things like yeah. this Hi. isn't that group this is a group that says no we should not do that this is a group that says we love rory and justice for rory and if you don't understand what that means rory is a fucking gem and he liked one of my tweets today on on in tweet twitter what the fuck is it called nope got it, got it. Yep. you got it tweeter he liked a tweeter of me and uh it was great so i just had to announce that right now but yeah communities are exciting and i love them hell yeah all right so i'm <laughs> gonna give you some points now from my tweeter uh so mckenna for bringing breakfast and wholesome reading and fun <laughs> and relaxation i love that i love it so much so i'm gonna give you 150 points thank you cassie you brought Hikes with the hikes puppy. with the puppy and how much he likes running and just being a little happy puppy. I love when puppies happy. I know. I'm gonna give you a hundred points. All right, guys. So our tour is coming to a close. That means we're gonna go with our final cool fact of Iceland. Um, again, shout out to our one Icelandic listener. We love you and you appreciate you. Amazing. Um, you are the best. We love all of our audience members, but we love you too. So we just want to let you know that this is dedicated to you. I don't know if I said that, but this is dedicated to you. And here's a great fact for you that you probably already know. So Icelanders, there's about 300,000 of them, and they all suffer from small nation complex, which (laughs) is the opposite of BDE. (laughs) So it's like, you know how there's like short man syndrome? Yeah. They have like small nation complex. So it's it's like that for for small, small nations. So uh, this is. You know how I talked about per capita earlier, how they yeah. always mm-hmm. say they're best per capita. So this is one of the things that goes into that category. If you were to talk to anyone from Iceland, they really, really like citing this per capita and they do have the strongest man per capita. They have the world's, the most Nobel prize winners per capita. They have the best ratio of Nobel <coughs> leguit plays. <Okay>. Laureates. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cheese there. Where are you getting that from? Look, it's laureate. not Laguete. It's laureate. <laughs> laureate. A poet laureate. <laughs> Nobel laureate. Yeah. 
If it said poor, no, I wouldn't have got it. No. <laughs> you got it. I could. I could. I got it. So there's the most Nobel laureates per capita. Not linguists. <laughs> laureates. If you wanted to know. It wasn't just me. Um, another great thing about Iceland is <laughs> tops the list for uh, most gender equality country uh, in the world, which is super fucking cool. And also, they have uh, the most rushed per capita under their breath. The Wait, what? what? Yeah. What does that mean? Um, well, they all kind of speak. They call it speaking out, like speaking with your breath out. Like, I don't know the difference between... Like that you, and how we normally speak, like right. speaking All I'm on the of like yoga, you know, like breathe out your words. It's like yeah. just that, like that's what it's explained as. I listened to quite a few videos about it and tried to find the difference between both. Like they exhale language instead of just inhaling. Do we eat our words? In between, am well, I eating my words? We kind of just sure. tend to like take a breath, say a <laughs> sentence, take another breath, say it. You know, I think the rest of us kind of like. Okay, so I was thinking that. You know, we have like the breath in between and they must go, okay, so I was thinking that, you know. On like, the out? Yeah, on the out maybe. I don't understand because I I feel weird. I just breathed a whole lot into this mic. I'm so <laughs> sorry, anyone who is listening. Um, but maybe our one Icelandic audience member can tell us that and email us and let us know um, because I don't understand that one. Nope. Um, but I hope that you guys learned today as I learned that Iceland is a valuable place on the map and it's very cool. And I'm so glad that we got to travel here and I can't wait to travel here again Mm -hmm. sometime. Maybe like see more than just like a studio and the children (laughs) locked up outside. (laughs) All we really saw was children locked out on the streets. Yeah. A Mm -hmm. glacier briefly and then a town maybe. Maybe. So we didn't really get to explore much. It was a business trip. Um, We can write that off though, right? Definitely. Okay, cool. Well, now that we're wrapping up our adventure, um, why don't we uh, end our cool adventure with a success? So what is something that has recently been a success? Recently been a success for me? That sentence for you. <laughs> I don't want to like show up our entire trip of like going to Iceland and everything. Mm-hmm. But you guys, I got a really cool backpack this weekend. Ooh. So I finally found a good laptop backpack. I have a problem with backpacks. I fucking love them. Yep. But you find the coolest ones. And there's get always them. there's always fucking cool ones. But I always get the cool ones that aren't like good f- to hold your laptop. Yeah. But this one like off, it was like in an overstock area. So it was on sale. Ooh. And I didn't really like mess around with the pockets or anything too much. But all the pockets are perfect. There's tons of pockets. There's like double the pockets that I thought. And they're useful full pockets not those little tiny ones that you could only fit like a couple quarters in yeah no all useful ones there's a little laptop spot and then like there's ones for like your tablet and stuff those ones are padded and fuzzy it's a fucking good ass backpack you guys and i love it wow uh so my success on the same day of my fail but much before it happened i didn't realize the day was gonna go so south uh you know it's been a long week it's been a rough week but i did do something productive and good i looked at my first possible wedding venue this week so that's my success yeah. That's awesome. You think uh, you liked it a lot? I liked it, but yeah. I feel like I can't go with like the only venue I've seen. Yeah. Ah. So I'm like weirdly superstitious about that. I'm like, no, I got to look at others and then I can choose that one if I like it. But it's good to start it on a high though. Strong. Like, yeah. Oh, good. it had pretty much everything I would want. Oh, so, good. Yeah. Strong contender. That's great. Uh, well, my success, I already said it because I just got too excited, but it's my love is blind girl <laughs> chat. Guys, it was so cool just FaceTiming all these people and just like really fucking nerding out about a TV show. It is really exciting to have people just as excited about something as you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like being really able cool. to celebrate that is special. 
Yeah, it was pretty cool, and I really enjoyed it. And we all uh, synced up our TVs across the United States. Oh, that's cool. And so we were all watching it at the same time. It was honestly took about 30 minutes to sync it all up because yeah. everyone was one second behind for a bit and two seconds or we had to start over someone had to go pee so it was uh it was hard to do but yeah. once it was done very fucking cool <laughs> um so that was my success well thanks uh thanks for journeying with me going on this non-plane in order to go to um iceland mm-hmm. um and i think we should go over some of the points that you guys earned while we were here and see how you stack up at the bottom of the leaderboard with 75,880 points is going to be McKenna, aka Books. In the middle of the leaderboard with 76,645 points is Cassie. And at the top of the leaderboard with 76,723 points is me. Did I fuck this up? Maybe. It's okay. No, I didn't. I fucking beat you all. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, it's easy to do when you're handing out the points. <laughs> I don't know how I did it, guys. <laughs> you're a winner, dog. Just through and through. You're stacked up like the glaciers. Oh, you know me, melting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's ne- you guys, the earth is dying. This is so important. Never forget. We can have a good old time, but we got to remember. It's melting. <laughs> all right. Uh, on that note. Uh, you guys should go uh, if you like this content and you want a little bit more you should go over to patreon.com slash unnatural 20s where we have a ton more content and you can get it starting at one dollar or you can even get some more cool stuff and join our jean jacket fam uh, and join that tier it's very cool and you look very cool just like we do and if you don't have a dollar or you don't have money, that's totally cool. You can get some free shit from us, including a free set of dice. All you have to do is go over to Apple Podcasts and write us a five-star review and just let us know on social media. Once you let us know, we'll send you over a free set of dice. That was creepy and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> a non-threatening. You, you recognized it. It's okay. I did and I'm sorry, everyone here. Um, but what I'm not sorry about is who's going to be your next DM. I'm not sorry about that. Um, well, you don't know. You don't know which yeah, one of it. I don't sorry and it could be all of us so you know what you're right why don't we roll for this person let's do it yep all right Cassie I'm gonna roll for you first cool fuck you got a 15 all right that just seemed excessive McKenna yes you got an eight oh it's my favorite number so I'll live with it I got a 15 sudden death 15 it is 15 versus 15 15 (laughs) (laughs) wow Russian Caitlin came out. All right. I'm intimidated by <laughs> Russian Caitlin. She's right. gonna play dirty. Cassie, I just rolled for you and you got a 16. All right. And I got a four. It looks like Ooh. you, Cassie, will be our next DM. And um, for our next DM, we really need some quests to be sent on. We were already over here in, uh, in Ireland. I keep wanting. Nope. We are in, in Ireland. 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 <laughs> we're in New Ireland. <laughs> 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 I don't want to bail you out. I will not bail you out. This is too fun. In Iceland. (laughs) Holy shit. You want to know when I was reading all this cool stuff, I definitely searched Ireland and Australia multiple times and I don't know why. (laughs) Ireland, Iceland, and Australia all like went into the same little bucket for me in my head. Australia's way off. At least Ireland's one letter off. There's just one little letter between them. Yeah. Well, I did that. (laughs) And uh, anyways, for our next adventure, we really need you guys to send us over some quests. Do you have any questions for us? You want to send us somewhere? Send it over uh, at, uh, you can email that to us, unnatural20s at gmail.com. Or you can go over to social media, your favorite one. You pick either Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and send us a message and just say like, do you like 
eating chicken nuggets and we're gonna say yes um so come up with a better question <laughs> than that <laughs> we're just letting you know right now fuck we, yeah, we love yeah. It. Oh, fuck yeah i'm down for nuggets <laughs> um so this is a nugget driven podcast um so thank you for sending over those quests and going and following us on social media uh quick shout out uh cassie and i are both going to be on the superhero show show um this podcast we talk about tv shows that are based upon comic books and cassie will be leading that cool adventure and i'll just be there for funsies and you can also check us on movie of the year uh where cassie and i talk about detective pikachu we have no idea when this episode will be dropping so just keep up with the movie of the your feed and look for detective pikachu and just know our little voices are going to be there and lastly we are part of the scavengers network you can find other great shows like blink and you'll miss it which is a great podcast that is super short and they talk about each and every blink 182 song from start to finish in about five minutes it's a short podcast it's really fun and i like it and you should really check that out and you can find that show our show and a bunch of other shows on scavengersnetwork.com Thank you all for rolling with us and catch us with a new adventure on Monday. Laguartes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>